It started out on an Arizona highway That law was behind me going my way And before I knew it, they had me walk in line Yeah, wouldn't you know it, I stood just fine And they probed my eyes with a bright light And that damn officer said, son, ain't working right I got the tin city blue, nothing to gain And so much to lose well, thank you for tuning in. This is Matt Santos, and you are listening to The Mile High Show. This will be episode 166, and it was recorded right here in my garage at what I have dubbed, what are we calling it? Lizard Lane Productions, because we're doing, uh, as I have been for years uh, in this location, we've been doing photos in the photo studio here. And then since launching the Mile High Show in 2014, off and on, I will record, oh, intros and outros and uh, an episode here or there, mainly the solo ones right here in the garage. Uh, But I have set up now where I'm going to start recording more of the interviews here as well, because we have a little bit of a recording space set up uh, where we could do some videos, uh, audio uh, for some of our musicians and some of the video clips and uh, and photos and stuff. We are pl- the plan is to at some point set it up so we can open it up for a little audience. There's room for oh maybe a fifteen, maybe twenty, or you know obviously less if nobody shows up, but we 've got space for uh, some folding chairs and and some benches and stuff here in the garage and a little uh, recording area and a performance area for some of the singer songwriters that uh, that join me here on mic. Uh, so we're, we're in the process of doing that and setting that up and to practice with that and to test it. This week, I had a friend of the show and sometimes co-host and sometimes host, Mr. Sky, Sky Daddy Conwell. Uh, he is uh, a solo performer as well as the front man for Sky Daddy and the Pop Rocks. SkyDaddy.net is where you can find him on there. And also the front man for one of the premier, one of the area's premier Johnny Cash tribute bands, 99 Years. You can find them at 99YearsBand.com. Sky came in the other day and we set up some lights and some video cameras and some recording equipment. And uh, we recorded a couple of songs. I've got one or two of those up on on uh, Instagram. Excuse me, on YouTube and Facebook now. So follow the Mile High Show's uh, social media links for Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff at MileHighShow.com. Those links are right up there in the uh, in the upper right corner. And you can see some of those clips. Uh, last week, we were over at Darren Mahoney's spot. Darren Mahoney is the owner and operator of Mahoney Guitars, custom-made guitars, and uh, also a performer in his own right, an extremely talented and proficient guitarist who plays various types of music, including what, uh, what do they call it? Uh, um I don't know what they call it. It's kind of a, a meditative uh jazz and and guitar and all kind of kind of cool stuff uh we were at his place we recorded some video of him there so that's also at uh, on our youtube channel um and then today we sat down darren mahoney myself leslie earl lyman running the boards and uh making sure the sound came out all came out all right for today's guest mr danny romero the frontman of the Arizona Territory Band, Arizona Territory Duo and Trio, and Danny Romero uh, solo. Uh, Singer, songwriter, guitarist. His info is at dannyromeromusic.com. We recorded a few video clips, some songs of his today, so we will put those up uh, soon. And uh, today's episode is myself, Danny Romero, and Leslie Earl Lyman just hanging out, freezing our butts off in this garage because it is awful cold in here. And that's one of the things we're going to do is slap some of that pink insulation up on the walls so we can uh, 
we can not have to see our breath unless we're eating uh, eating some onions or something. But it was really cold in here. So thank you, Danny and Les and Darren and Sky for coming over to my freezing cold garage and letting me play around with lights and cameras. And then Danny, like I said, Danny and Les sat down with me after we recorded so that we can talk a little bit about Danny's career, uh, his music, and his electrician business as well. Plugged some of his current electrician clients, a couple new restaurants in the area. So uh, listen for those. Again, you can check out DannyRomeroMusic.com. You can also follow Danny Romero on Facebook and his Arizona Territories band page and Instagram and all that. He gives all that on the uh, on the podcast. And also Les Lyman, Leslie Earl Lyman, not a serial killer. You can find him on uh, on Facebook as well. So listen, we'll talk. Uh, hope you enjoy it. I enjoyed it sitting down and talking with t- these two old friends and no strangers to these microphones. Uh, but we got a little update. We talked about Danny's new EP that's coming out, uh, being recorded at currently at the Raven Studios in Prescott and produced by uh, Dylan Ludwig over there at Raven Studios. So uh, shout out to Dylan and the folks at Raven. Danny's loving it over there. George Janik and uh, and uh, Jordan Brambilla, I think, is uh, is his last name, the fiddle player, and, and George on, uh, on uh, guitar. They are in it as well as some other musicians. So listen in, enjoy that, and look for Daniel Romero's EP, uh, six-track, I think, five or six-track EP that will be released uh, hopefully oh, in the spring. So uh, we talk a little bit about his recording experience, the uh, the surprises that he found in studio, being primarily a live music performer. And uh, uh, again, thanks, guys, for sitting down. All of our back episodes are available at milehighshow.com as well as our uh, Amazon link where you can shop away and do your online shopping like you normally do, but you use that link and it lets Amazon know you got there through us and they give us a little thank you at the end of the month. It's a way to support the show, help us build up the studio, help us keep the equipment in order and helps us support the artists, musicians and performers and all around good folk that we highlight on this podcast. So please support us so we can support them. Another way you can support us is using that Audible link. You have access to over 180,000 audio titles, including books, novels, magazines, lectures, comedy, uh, podcasts, comedy albums, routines, Audible exclusive content as well. And you get a free audio download, absolutely free audio download and a free 30-day subscription by clicking that Audible link at milehighshow.com and using the code MILEHIGH at checkout. Please do so. It's a nice payoff for us, and it gets you free stuff. If you don't like it, you can cancel within that 30 days and keep that original free audio download. So check out their great collection there. And also BarkBox, Happy Pets, Make Happy Homes. Use that link and shop away and get free treats for your furry friends right there at MileHighShow.com. Let's recap. Audible, use the code MILEHIGH at checkout. Amazon and BarkBox, just click on the link and shop away. You support the show that way so I don't have to go to your house and borrow money and I can afford to uh, to buy drinks and food for guests like this week's Leslie Earl Lyman and Danny Romero. Enjoy. So much to lose. I love that thing, dude. Those that's a thirty-year-old picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, the really the thing is, Same man, lady is that, the, rug. <laughs> the thing is, is that like, and it can happen for you fast. I mean, like a really a really good example of how quick it can happen for you if everything comes together is like, look what happened to Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Guy, I mean, the guy, two, two, two years from like being some dude that was like a brakeman and like I was yeah. working on the railroad to like, you know, all of a sudden he's like, you know, he's, all of a sudden he's like, you know, like, you know, like somebody like in Nashville and he's like right. cutting an album losing his mind. Yeah, but see, <laughs> but see, he had to have somebody who, be- somebody had to help that guy. Well, yeah, but he had, also had somebody. To, he also had to like, he also besides had to, his talent speaking for well, him. Well, yeah, but he also had to 
to to go do it. I mean, and like you had to really, right. really just sort of like do that thing where you know that you like the like what's that leap of faith step and then Indian Joe. You had to go okay. Like that. Yeah, he had a discussion with his wife, yeah. and she said, you know, if you're going to do this, you need to go do it now. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, dude, and that's... You're talking like, to his wife? You're talking to his wife? It's yeah. Like, What's going on here? But dude, if... if but, Does you know, Mary know about this? You know, I mean, the, that, that you got to have that, too, particularly, I mean, if you have a woman in your life, I mean, I'm so blessed with that. My, actually... Well, actually, she my, supports everything that I do. Actually, I'm my fortunate. wife is more of... It's more of a blessing for her because it gets me out of the house, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go do something yeah. and stop bothering me. I'm gardening. <laughs> <laughs> We're grandparents. Stop. Leave me alone. because you're old. I'm young because I have a young son. That's what I age everything on. I got buddies of mine that are in their 30s that are almost grandparents now. Yeah. And I tell you, you're old because you got grown kids. <laughs> I have an eight-year-old, you just, which means I'm young. You right? know, you know what I mean? how it works? You know, and denial is not just a river in Egypt, man. I'm just... <laughs> He spends more time with me lately since I've been working out of the house the last couple yeah. of years. So Friday is his day off of school, and it's Sandra's day off of work. Woo-hoo. So she spends every Friday correcting all the stuff that I did during the week. <laughs> Peeing outside. <laughs> Why do you let him pee outside? I know, my wife. Because we live on an acre in the I know, country. Right. Well, dude, well, dude, my like, wife doesn't get that neither. Well, how can people know that it's your house if you don't pee in all the corners? Well, no. What I do is, is you see that shed right out there, right in front of where I'm parked, in between the garage and the shed is the men's room. That's yeah. the alley. That's what yeah. we call an alley. Yeah. <laughs> so watch your stuff. You know. <laughs> Danny, all right. First off, plug away what you've been doing. Your your business first, because I want yeah. to talk to you about a couple of the jobs you were on. Okay. Uh, well, currently, I started my business back up a little over a year ago, and uh it's been pretty amazing what I've been able to accomplish, if I do say so for myself. Uh, it took me five years to get back, of course, to get my strength after losing my leg. And um, in the last year of, of work, I've had three to five guys, and I bought a couple vans. And I've nice. uh, got my commercial license, my commercial electrical license, and yeah, I'm, remember, I've been off to the races. I remember back in the day when you were living in Paulden, you had the red pickup and the red trailer yeah. box trailer. Yeah, and that's when I would go I, when I would go home because I used to live off a of bramble. So when I would pass, I didn't your, know that. yeah, when I would pass, you, oh, Danny's home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you Dan, know, Danny got, got a ride home last night. Right, <laughs> your truck wasn't there. <laughs> well, you know, the bank ended up taking that truck, and uh, it's been oh, it's probably parked next to my old white one. <laughs> 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 that bank in the gets scrap a lot heap. of cars. Uh, but yeah, I the bank took that one. So uh, it's weird. I since like I said, I bought two vans. I'm not used to driving vans. Oh, I like for vans. me, it was a huge adjustment because oh, I always I used trucks. But boy, it's, I've learned very quickly that it was silly to try to run an electrical business out of a truck and I, not a van. I love vans because you always got somewhere to sleep when somebody changes the locks at home. <laughs> but what, plug what, what your business what is it how do folks reach you well the business Elect- name now is rec electric and of course i've been licensed rec in this, yeah rec electric romero electrical contracting um uh i started my business in arizona in 05 so i've carried my license for yeah. fif- 13 years fif- holy 15 years again that means wow you're old. uh gosh well, I was young when I started it, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Before so the yeah, just came in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have gray hair either. I pluck them all, and this is what I ended up with. <laughs> you need, you need to like get that stuff off your lip. I know you still have a <laughs> full right, head right. of hair. It looks like yeah. you just you just choose to shave no, it. I have to. It's weird. I think I t- I think I told you before. It was about uh, I want to say like oh eight oh seven oh eight. I woke up with this is the only thing I can compare it to. I, years ago, for a short period of time, I did construction. You hammer nails in those little chips; those little hot yeah. chips pop off the nails, and you get those little burns on your yeah. head, the little, the little yeah. flakes. I woke up one night about two in the morning, and my head was burning, and I thought I got bit by something. So I, my wife woke up because obviously I woke up and I'm I'm not real quiet. And I went in the bathroom. I thought I got bit by something, and I looked and I was bleeding. And there was nothing there, no bite. So I rinsed out my hair. I was looking, and I had some metal in there. I had a couple of bumps. 
So I, I washed out my hair, went back to bed. It felt better. A couple of days later, same thing happened. So, it, but I was breaking out little tiny red dots on my scalp. So I, uh, I go to the doc. I called the doctor, you know, the walk in here in Chino. And I said, Oh, it's probably just an allergic reaction. If you switched shampoos or something and we hadn't but because my hair is really thin and really straight i always use some kind of product in it otherwise it would just right. float so i stopped using any kind of gels or anything that didn't work switch shampoos that didn't work and every few days it would start burning and these bumps would get bigger and bigger but they and they were my wife would touch them they were hot to the touch what so i go back to the doctor and say, oh no it's probably just an allergic reaction and then one night, it was bugging me so much, I was washing my hair, and I, I couldn't really see him, so I said, forget it. I shaved my head, and it went away. I wanted to see it better, and as soon right. as I was done shaving, and I wiped it off, I'm looking, and I could see them shrinking. And so I go back to the doctor, they go, oh, no, that's probably nothing to do with it. Well, I kept my head shaved, and then I let it grow, it got to about a quarter inch, eighth inch, quarter inch, and they came back. And I'd shave it again, they'd go away. And then about eight months later, I'm in California going to visit some family, and I bump into a cousin I hadn't seen in years. And he goes, hey, how long have you been shaving your head? And I said, you know, it's the oddest thing. And as I'm telling him what happened, he goes, he same knew. thing happened to me. Yeah. And then Uncle So-and-So, same thing. There's like three or four people in our family that were allergic to our own hair. <laughs> now, now I think it's just completely, Gen- no, I think it's completely mental. Because before the bumps even come, when I let my hair grow, because I, I hate shaving my I hate my shaved head. I don't like it. I wish I could have hair. But now when it gets starts getting longer, even before the bumps come, it starts bothering me. <laughs> so now I think it's just a psychosomatic Wow, thing. that's crazy. So of all the things that are wrong with me or mentally maybe all those Maybe all those like you know maggots in your brain are trying to come out. I, don't I think so. I don't, <laughs> but it's really weird. So it'll break out. And every once in a while, I'll get them like on my chest or on my arm. But on my head. Doesn't happen on my face. But on my head. It, I break out when I have hair. I thought they were ingrown hairs, right. allergic, nothing. It's just whenever the hair starts growing, I break out. So, wow. so, Dan, so Danny, where's your next gig, man? No, no, I want to still talk about your electronic business. Oh, we're still talking you, about that? Well, you got, well, I thought we were I talking got, about the bumps on your head, No, man. I got sidetracked because I'm sitting with old gray-haired people. And, you know, I, I, I figured I needed to talk a little more to let the elderly collect their thoughts. Oh, okay. And evidently it worked because you started thinking about something. Well, no, you've uh, been working. Uh, you had a big job. You just posted something on Instagram, which is, give me your Instagram. Oh, your yeah. Well, yeah. My Instagram is Danny Romero Sasueta and uh Z A Z U E T A. Um I'll yeah. stick links in the notes. There was a there was a picture of a restaurant I just finished and I'm really proud of it. A, a Mexican restaurant. It's the one of the most beautiful restaurants it's I've in ever Prescott Valley? seen. Yeah, it's and in Prescott it Valley. It's called uh, Casa Perez. The owner of it was, well, he still owns the Puerto Vallarta, the green one out there in Dewey. On the highway, like yeah. just south of, mm-hmm. as, you're, as you're leaving Prescott. Yeah, Valley. he still owns that, but he also opened up this new one, Casa Perez, and it's just beautiful, and I'm so, so why proud. why are we sitting in our garage instead of eating at a new restaurant yeah, know, on, huh? on your dime? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, yeah, you'd think I got a free free meals for a year, you know, since all the lights turn on but yeah. and all the ovens work. No. But it's gorgeous, and I'm really proud of it. Uh, I, I never, ever thought a year and a half ago that my first year in business would end up literally on the year mark we finished that restaurant, and now, it was a neat thing. Now, are you doing mainly uh, like commercial stuff? Res- now? Both, I, residential had, and commercial. You had some of the fitness centers you were doing the signage Yeah, I did, uh, I did. I entirely did uh, Snap Fitness in town. Lord, we did concrete work, we did sheetrock, but I, I mean, I wired the entire thing. Yeah. Um, I'm really proud to be a part of that, because it, tur- again, tur- turned out to be a beautiful project. And, uh, of course, that was in town. Uh, we did uh, also finished up the snap here in Chino. Yeah, um, yeah I did some work in Munns on uh, a, uh, a service master over there, as well as a, uh, a bu- like an ATV rental. I don't know, those things. Those things are so popular anymore. Lot, the the lot big of quad stuff, things. Though. Yeah, commercial work is what I would rather do. I love commercial work. I learned. What's the difference? Why? why? What's, what's the, what are some of the, without, without 
going well, through your your contact list and naming names. The, the biggest, what are some of the problems with residential? The, the biggest thing about residential is that you're dealing very closely with the client, <laughs> and they want this and they want that, or they don't like this or they don't like that. And you got, you know, an electrical is the most heavily regulated and inspected yeah. trade in the trades. So there is a lot going on in a house, um, just like there is in commercial, it, with the exception of in commercial work, you're not, there's not as many requirements. Like in a house, you've got to have so many receptacles yeah. along the floor. You've got to have so many lights within these areas and GFI-protected stuff and arc fault breakers. In a commercial building, just get the light. Everything is overhead. Like yeah. all the work is done overhead in conduit, the infrastructure where all the wiring is ran. You got lights and switches for lights. And if you're doing a restaurant, you got ovens. Um, and that's it. And, and plus, when you're dealing commercial, so this is what I find with, with photography and, and other things I do. When I'm working for a company, commercial stuff, they're used to dealing with contractors, vendors, invoicing, things like mm-hmm. that. A lot of times that's uh, not the top concern or even on the radar right. of somebody that's doing a private thing at their home, family right. portraits, something like that. So if right. somebody's remodeling a house, their vision is what I'm guessing, correct me if I'm wrong, their vision is is this is how I want it to be and this is my ultimate goal. And they're not always sure how to get there, right. which is why they hire an expert like yourself or a painter right. or a drywall or whatever. But they have their vision of what they want it to be, and a lot of times trying to get involved with the nuts and bolts right. to get there, whereas a commercial client is like, well, this is my business. I'm right. hiring you to do that. Let me know when it's done. Right, right. Kind of That's exactly right. It, uh, yeah, I, I've learned in the last year that you know, with tenant improvements, which there's a, you know, a ton, that's usually what, what we do. Yeah, they want to open doors. So it's okay. Here's the light schedule. Um, this is what this, the requirements are as far as the panels and, and uh, service, you know, get it done. I won't open my doors yeah. in three months and, and, they, and that's it. Uh, you know, like I said, there's no, it's crazy to me that there's no code requirement for receptacles along. I mean, and that saves a ton. Like I said, all the work is done overhead, yeah. uh, you know, where you run all your wire and where all your infrastructure is for right, your conduit bending. Quick, quick question. All right. So. There's no code for like the amount of receptacles you can like in a commercial building. You don't have to have floor. one if you don't want. Really? It. That's interesting. Yeah, that's why you can do, go into a restaurant and you want to plug in your laptop or yeah, your phone and there charger. Ain't and there's to do nothing it. there. Well, I guess my my question, you know, that's, Sometimes. that's that's interesting to me because like, how are you supposed to vacuum the rug? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Are you supposed to like? Are you supposed to do? Basic well, that's stuff? that's a very good question, you know? Les. That's a that's a very good question. So long, like in the fitness cords. center. In the fitness center, I purposely located receptacles in places for stuff exactly like that. That's a really good yeah. question because it's reality. It's like, well, if we got nothing to plug in, how are we going to clean anything? And and yeah, I I. Uh, well, and plus, typically on, like, say, a restaurant or an office building, well, offices would be a little different because they got computers and things. But, like, say, a restaurant, a lot of them don't have places where you can plug in a laptop or a, a charger or something. Right. Some do, but a lot don't. Right. Um, but when they're having somebody come in and clean, they're having a contractor come in and clean. Right. It's not like at home where you got a, a, right. a vacuum with a 10-foot cord. Right. You're hiring a company to come in and clean. Right. It's up to them. Bring in 50 feet of cord. Right. That's your job. And they're prepared for <laughs> yeah. that usually, probably. But it's a good question, nonetheless, because... Uh, yeah. As we hit this digital age, everybody on their smartphones and pa- iPads and stuff like that, most places now are offering like Wi-Fi or receptacles to charge and stuff. But a lot of places don't yeah. because they don't want you parking there for two or three hours. Right. They need turnover on the table yeah. so they can make more money. So. Right. I always, that's, that's why the of, palace is so good for us, because they yeah. won't throw us out. <laughs> that's one of the things I always look for when we go we go eat or somewhere, I get that's, coffee, I start yeah. looking around, okay, can I plug right. in somewhere? Because I'll spend money if I can sit there and make sure. money. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like, the palace is for sale, man. Oh, it's still, oh, it, it oh then it, someone bought it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, so, like, I wonder can what you, they give. Can in, you speak to that or yeah, not? Yeah, it's in escrow. It's like well, some, like I, I saw that I saw that like it like that like they were they were looking for for you know for a million five. Now this is you what know? I heard. I'm like, too. Without speaking out of school or spreading rumors, it was a 
someone with a history and association who has now taken it over. So the the uh, the fears the that same. it was going to become yeah. Mick Palace is not going to happen. Thank God. Well, yes. you know, the, the, like the biggest thing about that room to me, right, is you know, the, like Molly Hatchet played there. Yeah, that place used to be a rock. It was history, a rock yeah. bar. It was a rock bar, man. And then, and I found that out on the backside. And you go in there now, man, and it's, it's a restaurant. And it's well, it's 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 a it's like like a like a mini Williamsburg, you know. Like you go in there, and there's like people in period like period mm-hmm. stuff, and they have, they pay people to hang around and be, you know. And you know, there's maybe, some people like who the, just haven't updated that. their wardrobe, and yeah. they just look like that. <laughs> well, there's that. I there's mean, a but, couple of guys yeah. that I've seen in there that I'm pretty Wait, sure the, palled around with Doc Holliday. I, lo- I love playing in there, <laughs> Uncle Bob. It's an, it, it, but it, it's definitely an inter- it's an interesting place yeah. just to go in because you know they have um every like it's just, it's just well it's 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 made to look like it. It yeah. was when they opened it. Best thing about the palace? Best thing? Tachos. <laughs> you like those things, huh? Tater tot nachos. Me and Anthony tear them up. Oh, I love playing there every yeah. Friday, man. Well, I dude, do. that was your home. Or it still, is. still it's is your a home. Lot of fun. And thank God it still will be mm-hmm. because ownership is not... It's yeah. I well, can't. I don't want to speak well, on it. But, but like, but, but like, it's it's, but your job, your job is safe. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real quick, because I want to pop over and, and get Les's contact stuff. But who are you playing with now? And we'll get back to music in a little bit. Who? Because aside from your uh, your ele- uh, the electrical business that you run that yeah. you've been running for a while, uh, you are also one of the staples of the Prescott and surrounding music scenes down in the Cave Creek, Wickenburg, yeah. everything else. Who are you playing with? Because there's a couple of incarnations of what you do, Danny. Yeah, well, mostly it's uh, I play with Jordan Brambilla, who's an incredible fiddle player. Uh, he's 19 years old. No, he's 20 now. He's 20 now. Uh, he's an incredible fiddle player. So, so more him and I, him and I, I'm doing a lot of acoustic work <laughs> because the bands are hard to book. Yeah, and, and I got to be honest. In Prescott, there's no place for a country yeah. band anymore, unless you want to play Matt's. But Matt sucks, and I won't even walk well, through the doors. And, and, and you know, to, to boil it down, you play with a band, you got to split that up five ways. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to book the bands because they cost more money. Yeah. So you know, and Les knows, you know, when you diversify like any other business, you stay busy. And so I'm playing three or four. Eh, two to two to three, four nights a week. And you're are is that still under the territory banner or no? Yeah. Okay. So what? I like I'll do the Arizona Territory duo, duo or okay. trio, but mostly I've been putting my name on it lately. Gotcha. So your branding is. Danny I'm trying Romero. to brand my name as humbly as I can. So, I'm not very good. And at I'll it. put links up, but your 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 Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook pages. There's a couple of different ones. Yeah. Uh, your Instagram's my favorite. Yeah. It seems to be the I one like you're more Instagram. It, your Twitter seems to be more involved with uh, hitting up the talk radio, the sports yeah. talk radio. <laughs> we'll get to that. Less, less. Plug away where folks can reach you. What you've got going in the pipeline for music and uh, and uh, hopefully, I don't know if you have any insight on it, but what's going on locally here in Chino come springtime? Is okay. that settled well, yet? Yeah. Well, uh, well. What I can, what like, well, okay, like, we'll start with where I'm playing next. Um, I am gonna probably be, uh, I'm definitely playing like uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, a weekend Friday, Saturday at the Prescott Winery, which is a, a very nice room. It's a perfect for me. I, I love, love restaurants. I sit in a corner, I play music, you know, people, people can enjoy, enjoy or not, you know, and they mostly enjoy, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they, they interact or whatever. I guess maybe that's, a, um, but it's an, an interesting room. Uh, it's a bigger, it's a like maybe a less scenic thing than they had on Alarcon, but certainly a bigger room and the food is and like it, to it's die over for. Frontier Village. Right? Yeah, yeah, Frontier okay. Village. The food is like to die for. It's like you know, you know, I mean I am certainly I'm certainly like a like you know, bring me the carbs and you know everything <laughs> like that. And they serve like you know they have like uh they have gluten free this and vegan that and it's all like ridiculously good. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like I was like really this this is vegan? I could eat this all day. It's like it was a vegan dessert but you know still yeah. um, one of the places you used to freak Went uh, previously was Cork and Cuisine. Yes, 
uh, which is now what, Rafter 11? Yeah, Rafter 11. I, I need to get over there, but yeah. Cork and Cuisine, I miss because the staff over there and the food was yeah. excellent. Now, Sherry, she's involved it's, over there. With, uh, Sherry Sherry is not involved at Rafter 11. No, Sherry no, is, to winery? my knowledge, she's like she's the general manager at uh, uh, the Prescott Winery now. So she's bringing in her expertise, the stuff that we yeah, used yeah. to enjoy over there, because I've been following her posts on, yeah. on Facebook and stuff. So uh, if you were a fan of... Cork and Cuisine, yeah. head yeah, on over yeah, there, hear some music, and, uh, and get some good food and stuff. Um, what else you got? Um, so, like, uh, uh, well, you know, it's, you know, summer is coming, and so uh, summer is coming, and uh, I think as the weather gets nice, I think I may wander over to Eric's, like, Big Daddy E's and, like, sit Is he open again? Well, t- yeah, he was open all winter. He was open all winter, man. Like you know, I don't know my life. Well, so well, busy. well dude, if I, you I could just even, uh, swing by there and get a, you know, and get some barbecue. You God, his see. food's great. Oh yeah, it's like bbq.com open Tuesday through Friday. The unofficial sponsor over there. Um, yeah, I'm booked. I'm like I'm booked. I am booked. Like I'm like I'm booked once a month over the summer. On Fridays, right? Yeah. Well, it was like the last the last Friday for you, but in the in the warmer months, he's running music Fridays because he's open a little later. It'll be Friday. I think. Like I don't know. You know, he wants. I think he would like to have more music over there. And dude, you should go get a gig and like it's on Fridays, man. Dude, you could give up a Friday. You I can, love my palace gigs, you man. You could give up a Friday, man. You I, like I, said, I'll have to what, talk wait, to wait, 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 Who's booking it, what, what, Sky? Sky is booking it. So you got to in already, man. You know? <laughs> and I'll put in a good word for you. But well, the thing, like, remember, remember you to... said you got to diversify your gigs, man. You know, come, if... come play in Chino. We missed you, man. <laughs> and if Eric wants to expand, maybe add another night or you know, two. Yeah, yeah, which would be cool. Right. Which would be cool. And it, he's built a little stage back there. Yeah, 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 the tiny but mighty stage, man. That's you know, awesome. Like his son. See? I love that man. Nobody in Chino does anything like this. Well, you I know, love that. I, I think that like one of like one of the things I, I really am interested in, like always, is is like you know like the kicking music scenes along. There's a music scene out here that's just waiting to happen. We yeah. have like you know I mean there's there's uh, there's 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 you know the three venues right you know there's there's Eric's place and there's the winery and then there's uh, El Charo Norte and you know people are playing out here and like the uh, the population demographic out here is changing as well. Insurgent you know, so, runs some music periodically. Yeah, yeah. Jack people, Osborne plays yeah, here every once yeah, in a while. Yeah. And like Jack, like Jack, like I mean, but people like you know people also man like feel like you know Prescott is far away and like why would you know what I mean? So maybe they want to yeah. stay here and spend some money like in Chino, you know, I'm going to send some money in Chino, but, but there's that, um, one of the things I do want to speak to and like, um, and, and I, I've run, you know, Sky Conwell is doing a couple of like, op, like, uh, open jams, you know, and those things are so important to any kind of music scene. They're so important to any kind of music scene because it really is sort of like a place where we can all go hang out and meet other people and play. And they usually sort of get dismissed as, you know, kind of like, like, you know, cause sometimes, you know, like it can be bad, you know, sometimes, you know, like karaoke can be bad, but we have a huge amount of talent here, yeah. man, you know? And, and, you know, like, like I tell people, some people go bowling, you know? And so like, I, like, I love these things he goes out to. Well, he's you running know, the one every other Sunday yeah, at Sidekicks. At Sidekicks. And what's the like, other one she's doing? Um, and he, but he's doing the one at Jersey Lily. On Wednesday evenings. Yeah, Wednesdays. Um, like, I mean, you know, he's uh, sometimes, uh, some, uh, oh gosh, I forget Glenn's last name, but sometimes Glenn will run if Sky's yeah. got a gig or whatever. But, you know, like... If you like go to these things, see like see like see these people come out and play. Last night I played with last night I played in the stage at Jersey Lily with myself, uh, my uh, like a Grammy a Grammy winning drummer Jim Blair, <laughs> a like a uh, um you know like Rick Prince who is like once again like a, like a really really superly talented bass player songwriter kind of guy, and then and, upstairs at Jersey's yeah, rocks it rocks. It's such man. a Small little spot. Yeah, and, I love and jerseys. Don't forget yeah. free popcorn. Free popcorn. And then I love jerseys. It's a great, great yeah, place. It's a great little now room. And then, great, great the, the, people. The, the, it's a good clientele. Yeah, the the no. sidekicks, sidekicks thing is a bigger room. But you know, dude, it's in PV. You know, so yeah. like it's it's not it's like I'm trying of, not to bash certain things. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Sidekicks. I was <laughs> bash PV. I live I'm there. Not, I, PV to me is like Mesa. But, but, I mean, but, it's just the thing about it is though, man, is that like. Like, the thing about it is, uh, is that that is another place that has been trying 
to like have like a like a relevant music scene for a long time and you know it's just not it's never worked i guess now that you now that you say that yeah. and i think about what you're saying yeah. It's never really worked. Well, but no, I tell it starts you what, to. Remember, the Why Not used to be there, Club Amazon. <laughs> remember the Amazon? The Why Not, dude, the, I played j- at both those the places. Jackass. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Jackass is still, still viable. Jack, yeah. But, yeah. The, you know, none of those, you're right, though. All, the, Everybody, all that's gone now. Well, no, no, the Jackass is still there. Um, the, the, the Those two bars are gone, you know, but those, yeah. those two bars I are like gone. I like Psychics. It's a good room. It's a good room, and uh, it's But just the very huge. first night I ever played yeah. there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> were you there? <laughs> no, no, like, but I hear things man <laughs> yeah. the very first night i play there i almost knocked a guy out yeah. and, uh, <laughs> in between my break what happened tell, tell us what happened drunk drunk people are just fascinating well i tell you what i'm, I'm not gonna say a name because you he may have been on your podcast before <laughs> But uh, Matt Henshaw is very happy. I was, him the head. I was up there on stage, and somebody well, somebody was just being rude and hollering, you yeah. know, oh, the bass player sucks, and yeah. I let that slide, and then oh, the drummer sucks, and so I we got on break, and my wife tells me she's all, I knew it, I tried to stop you, but I saw the look on your face, and I went right out to that guy, and I said, and he and I said, listen to me, you son of a, what the, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know me. What? Yeah, the beeps. I can't even explain to you what I said. So, you know, because I said, essentially, in so many words, you know, what is your problem? Why are you yeah. being so rude? I would never go to a show, anybody's show, and ever say such a, such a disrespectful thing. He stood up, looked at me, and I said, do it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Yeah. And he just stood there. And turn around and sat back down. And that made it worse, because then Jim had to come grab me and drag me out of there. Jim, the owner, drug me out of there, out back to the smoking area. He said, Danny, I understand you're upset. Yeah, that guy's a jerk, you know, but you got two more sets, bro. Are we going to do finish this? <laughs> you know, you know, man. So we finished out the night, and I got to say, Jim's my kind of guy. Yeah. He handled it. Yeah, yeah. He understands cowboys. He understands a holes, and uh, he put well, it together, well, and we, we played the rest of the well, night. Anyway, point being, like, point being, at that place, like, not only the, like, I mean, but those things. That's where you get bands from. That's where you get a music scene from. Yeah, and like Sky's doing that, right? You know, like uh, Larley and Jim are like supporting that thing. God, you know, God bless them for it. But they're also doing things where they're like trying to expand what they do. Yeah, yeah. they're having No Country like Fridays and stuff. And so the thing is, is like you know. The road doesn't need any more help. Yeah. You know, it's a destination already. If you want to have, and I say this to Danny and, and, and everybody that's a musician, if you want to have other places to play, right, you kind of have to like help these venues out a little bit yeah. by like showing, like, you know, yeah. by, you know, and plus, like I said, man, you know, like, like I said, you know, like it's, it's fun. Like, when when else am I going to play like 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 get 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 a chance to play guitar with George Janik, you yeah. know because he's always busy or whatever you know. So. And, and back to Sidekicks, I was out there yeah. this past Sunday. Sky runs the every other Sunday jam yeah. session. It's kind of a country based, but a lot well, of different. Well, well kind they of open music. it up. They yeah. open it up. It's like whatever you want to do. And then you know, the so. Jersey Lilies is more yeah. of a classic rock. But right. when I was out there Sunday, George was up there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Glenn, uh, I, Les, you were out there. Well, uh, I, pl- I played rock and roll at Sidekicks and my, like. I, yeah, I know. Mike. And previously, I played. Previously, I played Merle. I played like yeah, Mike, played Merle at like the thing. So it's like I mean, it's, all, it's no, more, nobody really gets Mike upset, Hutchinson you know? was on drums, yeah. but there was a great show going on. I posted some videos on the on the Mile High. Yeah, I uh, saw it. Uh, yeah, if you could have nice. just kept that less guy off, it would have been awesome. But there was nobody. <laughs> there was only like six people yeah. in the audience, yeah. and that's what I I think I tagged it in the in the in the post was. This happens every other Sunday. Where are you at? Because right. this was a great show, and. Jim's keeping the troublemakers out. Well, is he? <laughs> yeah, like me. Well, well, no, it's just kind of like, like, like well, with the guys at work, or like, to, yeah. like to be fair, guys at work. One of the things, one of the things is, man, is that like you get, you know, like I mean, you, you're playing three or four nights a week, and you, you don't have like that burn to go yeah. play, and like, oh yeah, on a sun, yeah, yeah. See, for me, Sundays Sunday, are for my Sunday, family. Well, yeah. Sunday, you know, the, the, the thing That's is, is that me. like the the thing about it is, man, is that like. You know, thing about it is, is that you kind of have to like, like you got to support the beast. Yeah, you have to support. And the then beast, they're you know? expanding a little bit yeah. once a month. I believe it's the last Friday of every month. Yeah. Bobby Johnson, Mellow B Entertainment, yeah, is bringing up a comedy show to Sidekicks. 
uh, once a month out yeah. of Phoenix. Mike Dapper's been hosting. It's now, a, see, a like he's night. all excited about well, that. Friday now. nights. And <laughs> Does it, it start is, late? I would go yeah, after my Impala show. I think it starts at like nine. Oh, I got to see this. But it runs this. till late. Bobby Johnson, who was on the podcast though, three, four weeks ago, him and Mike Dapper. Uh, Mike's been hosting it. Mike will be back up. Now, one of the guys that's coming up, former guest of the show, and I don't know when he's coming up, if it's going to be this month or in April, Jonathan Gregory. So you like this describe, guy. I can't describe. <laughs> just got to see Jonathan perform. He's hilarious. Creepy John. He is a anyway, <laughs> funny guy. He'll be coming up, but they do it. I believe it's the last Friday of every month, or it might be the third Friday. I don't know. I'll put it up again in the show notes. But Mellow B Entertainment uh, comes up every uh, once a month from Phoenix, and he runs three shows a week in Phoenix uh, featuring some of the top comics. Uh, one of the ones who he brought up here in the past, um, a friend of mine, Michael Longfellow, based out of Phoenix, now has recently moved to L.A., made his late-night debut two nights ago on the Conan O'Brien show with a really good set. I had a chance to see him at Stir Crazy a couple of months ago, but Michael Longfellow, he's like 22 years so old. So when are we going to get you to do Hilarious a set, guy. like a set of comedy, man? I mean, you know, I mean, not, and not just sort of like on your show. Like. <laughs> well, let's get, I know we got, we got, we'll, yeah, we, we'll we all, switch gears, yeah. and again, the elderly will forget about that last yeah. comment. So, <laughs> Danny, I want you to talk a little bit before you got to go. I know you right. got to go, and right. I got to sure. cut out of here in a few minutes. Talk a little bit about your uh, your EP that you've been recording with Dylan Ludwig uh, over at Raven Studios. I want you to explain a little bit about what you've got coming up, who played on it, the process of doing that, and of course, we want to look forward to it. Earlier today, what we were doing here in the in the garage was recording some little teaser videos that we'll have up shortly. But tell us a little bit about your EP, why you decided to to go in studio, and and what what led up to that decision. Well, um, well, you know, I mean, I I almost died six years ago, and uh, had that had happened. I'd had nothing to leave behind for anything that I ever did in music. All these songs I've been singing for all these years, songs that I've written, you know, my yeah. own songs, um, have never been professionally recorded. I mean, you might find somebody on a, you know, Snapchat or on a. No, yeah, you, I mean, you had a CD several years ago that was that self. Well, I, I did just... a little. I did a, a little four song acoustic yeah. thing with Sky, you know, uh -huh. on guitar, but you know, something that was real, something yeah. that you could hold in your hand. Something that had a cover to it and a story, you know. What I mean, some I did. I don't. I've never had any of that. Yeah. I've never done it. I've never pursued it. So about three months ago, I told my guitar player Georgie. I said, Georgie, uh, we need to record these songs. Yeah. I said it's time. Um, and the band was going through a lot of changes. Arizona Territory Band. Um, as bands do, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I told him. I said. We need to get these songs done. I need I need to record these yeah. songs. This is my legacy. It's it's all I have. I said we've been playing these things for fifteen years and we've done nothing with them. So uh, that's what started it. So I went in and recorded. And where'd um, you go? I so, went to. Uh, tell us the process. I've been told about the Raven by Nick Canuel and Parker Smith. They mm -hmm. told me that they had great equipment and Dylan really knew what he was doing. So that's where I went. And I liked, I wanted to keep it in Prescott. I didn't want yeah. to go to Phoenix. So I looked in Phoenix quite a bit, and that's where I had planned on yeah. going. But I want, only because we had nothing here. This was about a year ago, year and a half. I mean, it's been on my mind for a while, but until I got serious. <laughs> so the Raven opening up really was, uh, Raven Sound really was perfect for me because I wanted to stay here and record it here where my heart is. Yeah. So anyway, um, I am about, it's a, Boy, it's a process. I've never recorded before, so I have learned so much. Um, and now, you had mentioned because we all know you, and, and folks around here know you and your guitar and your hat, right? From play, playing around, you've been playing pretty steady with Jordan on fiddle, Jordan on fiddle, Georgie so, on bass, Georgie. I'm sorry, guitar, on guitar. So who who else is involved with this? Because didn't, didn't well, Dylan we have bring studio. Yeah, Dylan brought in a couple studio guys, a drummer and bass player. And boy, what a, yeah. what, how incredible. I mean, they laid down. It's like, I feel like it, in, it, in construction, it, it would be the foundation. Yeah. The concrete has been poured and it's solid to build a home on. 
That's what the bass and drums are. It's like the foundation, and boy, were these guys incredible. Now, you've been pretty used to playing live. Yeah. You know, just going out right. and, and going for it. Now, here, as you're going in and doing... In a controlled environment. Stuff, yeah, how was that for you? Was that a it's little... It's very difficult. Yeah. I still have a hard time. I mean, I tried to lay down some vocal tracks and couldn't get it done. I'm just... It's whole different hard. process. Yeah, man. it's hard for me not to have energy... There's no energy there. Yeah. So, and my energy, I'm such an emotional person. You know, I feed off of what everybody else is doing. So to stand in a box and listen, (laughs) it's difficult, you know, and the whole time, you know, your mind is on trying to use proper technique and breathe right and your pronunciation and diction and all these things, you know, it's hard to get away from thinking about that. Didn't Dylan tell you to just like, like the big thing is you go in your head and you stop thinking about that stuff. It's hard. Didn't he tell you? Didn't he tell you that? Yeah. I mean, because that's what I would You can tell somebody something all you want, but getting there is a different thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. You know, it's it's and, and the other thing is, you know, George is playing the guitar parts and he's a pro. Yeah. And even still, it's difficult. You know, Georgie, I mean, as good as he is, you know, it still took a few takes. I, I hate to backtrack, but Sunday at Sidekicks when he didn't have his guitar because he had his bass. So he just grabbed a right-handed guitar, flipped it upside yeah. down. <laughs> he sounded yeah. better than most players yeah. playing backwards. I love, yeah. I love, I love, I love like I, I so very rarely ever get to do that. I told him, "Look, dude, bring your electric guitar yeah. and your acoustic amp next time. I'll come get you." Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so what do you got? What are you going to have on there? It's EP. All right, so there's six tracks: uh, "Mama Raised an Outlaw," "Tent City Blues," uh, "Gone Done It Again." Uh, empty halls and broken walls. Uh, Ode to Bodie, and uh, oh, my song for for my best friend that died in a truck wreck. Uh, it's called Bryce's song. I forgot about that one. Now you were when we were re- recording earlier here today. There was what was it? Which today, one was it that you said you didn't want to do because it's uh, Ode it's to Bodie? Now uh, what what what's added to it that you Well, it's just heavy on bass and drums bass and, drum, and a lot okay. of guitar, you know. It's it's you know, I guess to define it would be to say that it it would be a la Waylon Jennings, nice. you know. I mean, just the alternating bass, the four beat, just the da 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 to the whole song, you know, and it's really heavy on guitar. You got a you got a title for the EP yet? I haven't thought about that. Yeah. No. But I did okay. think about asking my my step or my uh, my my suegro, my father in law, <laughs> to do the cover art. Nice, nice. Because uh, I'm thinking about doing cover art rather than a, a, an, a, image, an image or, or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. Cool. Uh, it's funny. All these things are coming to me as I go through this. Any kind of you time know, frame? What are we looking at? Are you? Because you're still in studio, right? I'm, yeah. We still the steel parts will be done this weekend, and then Jordan needs to get in there and do his fiddle parts. Uh, I I would love to see it done in about six weeks. Nice. The recording part. Yeah. Now, I have no idea where to get the CDs pressed. I don't know who you send off to get the little the little covers. Yeah. With the art put on it and made. I don't know how I do all that yet. But, I have no idea. So we're looking at spring, early summer to see. I would say the release party would be in June or July. Nice. Well, we look forward to it. What else you got coming up? Where are you playing? You got the well, Palace. I every love my Friday. Palace every Friday. Yeah, I love Four that gig. Uh, five to eight. Five to eight. And then, of course, Saturday we're up at the Black Cat in Salig. Uh, <laughs> I love playing there, I man. I've got some there. old memories of people knocking the up Paul's upright <laughs> bass over, and somebody hit my mic and pop right on the concrete. Oh, I got but great memories. But it still memories. works, as you'll be able to hear yeah, in it these still videos works. that we're going to post. I haven't sung in that mic in years. Yeah. But uh, And then, of course, I got the Mecca for the Cowpuncher Spring Reunion. That's May. That's March 16th. And so what am next I, what, week? My, yeah, in, 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 I, Wickenburg? I, I, yeah, in Wickenburg. Now, I post there, everything to my Facebook page. You were down in Wickenburg at the Mecca a couple weeks ago, weren't yeah. you? What was the crowd like? It was what, what, what was you? What were you doing down there? Well, they had their, their gold rush. They had their gold rush days. So they got a big, uh, they got a senior rodeo that comes through town and a big parade. Nice. I'm telling you, there was 300 senior people rodeo. in that place. Nice. You could have rode. It was, I, it was unbelievably <laughs> packed. 
I couldn't, of course, because because you're uh, too damn old. Because I'm young and and I don't know. You're how too to damn ride old, horse. and you're bigger than most of the horses. So it's like you know. I'll ride my steel horse. It's right over there on the other side of that. Go wall. go to my my Facebook pages where I post everything gotcha. at Arizona Territory Band. All right. Well, we better get out of here. We got to get you back to work. Les has to go over and make sure they don't blow the place up at Big Daddy's. Big Daddy's, BDEBBQ.com, the unofficial sponsor of all things Mile High. Uh, and what do you got coming up? What's your next gig? This will, this will go up uh, Saturday. I will be playing I will be playing uh, the, the, the St. Patrick's Day weekend, Friday and Saturday nice. at Prescott, at Prescott uh, Winery, a very fine, uh, very fine place to have wine and good food and i will like have enough time to do that and then like go home and then like watch everybody drive crazy <laughs> and and then you can catch less playing wherever wherever live music is being played sooner or later yeah oh, did I, I, I missed around. one i missed one the uh, um the uh, uh, the 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 Northern Arizona Blues Alliance has started like started a blues a blues specific jam that they're going nice. to have their inaug- inaugural jam up at the windsock like this like i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go over there and like look like see what the see, see what's going on that's gonna be recurring uh it's Weekly supposed to be every other week every know, other I, guess week? Con- I guess connie decided to go cool. with it, you know so i you know i gotta i gotta go see nice I gotta go at least see because it's like some people go bowling so. now we, we, <laughs> we see you playing a lot with your with your 12 string and and playing some beautiful music but every once in a while, when you break out that little, what what, what is that you were playing Sunday? That's my like, and, that's my eight, my eighty five strat, and you Betty. just wail on that <laughs> like people. And for people that see you playing at the winery and at other places, yeah. to see you tear up on that is a real treat. I think I think that like it actually when I started playing acoustic music only, there were a bunch of people that were like, "But why?" <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and then because banned because. <laughs> And then Danny will be seeing you at the palace and everywhere else. Where Thank you good for having cowboy me, music is played. No, thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in and doing this video. Sure. We'll have these posted up. Uh, all I'm gonna do. Old- I'm gonna do this soon, but not until cool. Matt gets back. Yeah, <laughs> and all uh, all all our archives are at uh, MileHighShow.com, along with that Amazon and Audible link. So spend money online and use our link, so I don't have to go to your house and borrow money. Raised an outlaw and doing things that no one ever saw. Mama raised an outlaw, unrefined, jagged, edged, and raw. Yeah, back in 1995, running through the desert far and wide. So sure, on where I've been, taking it my life is in. I tripped up a time or two, doing what I ain't supposed to do. Playing with my heavenly man, you never know where I land. It's mama raised an outlaw, doing things that no one ever saw. Mama raised an outlaw, unrefined, jagged, edged, and raw. Well, I'm racing hell in them honky-tonks, drinking something I ain't bought. Picked a fist fight or two, but I always fought my way through. I cranked up on ACDC, running so fast, never catch me. I'd buck the bridle once or twice. Yeah, don't mess with me, I'm nothing nice. Because Mama raised an outlaw. Doing things that no one ever saw. Mama raised an owl, unrefined, jagged edge, and I'm good.